been releasing episodes i've still been recording and doing lots of things behind the scenes so there's plenty of exciting content that's going to be released over the next few months to make sure you're the first to know make sure to follow me on facebook instagram and twitter the handles will be in the description and also click the follow button on whatever podcast streaming service you're listening from to be notified whenever i upload new content There are also lots of fun extras to see on social media and to get the best content I highly recommend following the Loud Podcast Instagram page to see behind the scenes videos of recording sessions. But before I close off this episode, as a special thank you for sticking around during the break, listen on to hear my interview with Leo Ulf, who invited me on BBC Radio Ken earlier this year. And with extra love, it's been Ali A and I will see you all in the next episode. Get yourself on the BBC. Well, yes, indeed. Thank you so much for being with me here on BBC Radio Kent for Upload. And if you want a chance to be involved in the show, like everybody you will hear today, you've heard in the past, and you will hear hopefully in the future, you can do that by sending what you're making to me via bbc.co.uk forward slash upload. Whatever brilliance it is that you are creating, then get it in. That's the way to do it. Let's have the first upload of the evening. Now, this is the Loud podcast created and hosted by 16-year-old Alia Garraway under the pseudonym Ali A. It's for people of the younger generations to talk about topics both personal and global that means a lot to them, since they only hear the perspective of older generations. Now, episode one, which we're about to hear some from, is about the importance of representation in schools. So let's go on to it now. Alia Garraway, she's Ali A, and this is The Loud Podcast. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Ali A, here today with the first full episode of Loud. Today we are going to be discussing representation within schools. Loud is aimed at empowering my generation, Gen Z, and giving us a platform to talk about topics that are important to us, since it's so difficult for young people to get their voices heard otherwise. Often when we think about representation, we're thinking about the media and the impact that it has on us to see people like ourselves on screen. However, we don't always reflect on the impact that representation, or the lack of representation, can have on our daily lives. Now Gen Z is still a relatively young generation, with the oldest of us being born in 1996 and the youngest in 2015. Most of us are still in some form of education, whether we've just started school or are beginning to enter the world of work. Since most of us have spent the majority of our time in school, I've decided to focus on the importance of representation in a school environment. On the surface, we can look at representation as purely being able to see ourselves in the teaching staff and people around us, whether that's with our race, our genders, our sexualities, disabilities and more. We can also go beyond that. And even when we can't always see ourselves in our environments, there are still ways in which we can feel included and represented. 
but failure to do so can negatively impact the ways in which we all learn and grow. This ties into the ideas of stereotypes, which can either positively or negatively impact our lives and are even carried into schools. A stereotype, if you don't know, is a fixed or overgeneralized belief about a particular group or class of people. Hi, I'm Charlotte. Hi, I'm Emma. Hi, I'm Isla. Hi, I'm Jake. Hi, I'm Rihanna. And you are listening to The Loud Table. Yay! Yay! <laughs> about representation in schools we've got the we've got like the I'm not saying like in a negative way but we've got like the obvious ones we've got like race we've got neurodiversity and stuff but branching out into other things I mean I want to ask this question for people like you know Isla or, or Charlotte or even Rihanna how has it been for you guys like do you think it's actually had a a positive impact on your life to as like growing up seeing yourself reflected in the teaching staff and in the environment that you you, you've grown up in definitely 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 because if you've grown up with like like you said reflected in the teachers then you have that sort of connection again audience I've put air quotations over connection because you're represented in the school rather than not represented definitely definitely will help you in school and it pushing mm. you to yeah the thing is with with things like that I don't even think oh yeah that's a white teacher that's a blah blah blah, blah. that's someone like me I don't really think that because it's just something that happens like it's become normalized in that sense I think so. um linking to what Charlotte was saying it's like such a big thing when we see ourselves represented in teachers but I'm gonna go back to my um law teacher he's absolutely my favorite teacher because like I think subconsciously because I can see myself in him because he himself he's openly neurodivergent and he doesn't try and hide it and I think that's like definitely something that like I'll kind of I aspire to before I was diagnosed like oh yeah I sort of see myself in all teachers but I think especially for and like Aaliyah you might be able to say something as well but like if you see yourself in a black teacher yeah. that can make yeah. a huge impact I- <laughs> Actually, that that um, brings me on to another thing because, as you guys know, we've had like maybe two black teachers. Seeing them actually somewhat had a negative impact on me, not because of who they were, because while they were there, it was it was good, but the way that they were treated was so dramatic. That's what I was different. trying to say. Yes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> The way that they were treated compared to other teachers was actually something that was quite toxic for me to see. What do you, and... what do you mean by that? Go ahead, Jake, go ahead. Okay, so what I was going to say <laughs> is that um, the way that people of colour, uh, teachers of colour, <laughs> were treated in our school was um, very bad. Like, even though if they were bad teachers, they were made fun of because of the way that they spoke their accents or the way that they looked. For a teacher to make a difference, it's not just seeing yourself represented in them, but it's them actively like talking about them being different. I think it isn't a person of colour's job to have to explain themselves in the way they act and the way that they sound. Mm. And I understand that um, like it would be helpful but at the same time, it isn't a person of colour's job to explain everything to them. You should have just accepted That is a wonderful point. That is a good point, yeah. yeah. What, what I was trying to say with my point, though, is not necessarily that, but I feel like they can be more empowering when they sort of do acknowledge um, 
discrimination against them. With, with my law teacher, for example, he's like very open about um, his Tourette's and ADHD. Like he just very openly talks about it. And I think in a way that sort of makes it more empowering for me because when teachers are like that, it shows they're not afraid of who they are. Thank you for listening, but that's it for today. It's been Ali A. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you all next episode. Bye. Absolutely fabulous, that is. Alia Garraway, she's Ali A. That is the Loud Podcast. Right, let's have a track. Sorry about that. Good song. Upload with Leo Ulf. Get yourself on the BBC. Well, it was an absolute joy to have the Loud Podcast created and hosted by 16-year-old Alia Garraway. And uh, she joins me on the line now to tell us a little about herself and about the podcast. A delight it is. Hi, Alia. Thank you so much for being with me. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. So tell us a little bit about you. A little bird tells me that you have quite a lot on your plate in the meantime, which is good. Yeah, um, apart from my podcast, um, yep. I'm a student, I'm studying my A-levels, I'm taking biology, chemistry and music technology, and outside of school I like playing musical instruments, and I also do ballet and general hobbies. Absolutely wonderful. Now my niece has started uh, doing ballet, she's only <laughs> four. How, how, are you enjoying it? Is it good? Is it, is, it, is it good for the mind? Is it good for the body? I would say. Uh, I haven't been able to do it since last year because of the situation. Yeah. But um, I also started when I was four and I haven't stopped since. So. Really? Oh, right. OK, so my niece is going to be... Good. So she's going to be up until your age. Um, what prompted you then, amongst all the myriad of stuff that you're doing, being a student, being busy, I know what it's like, to actually get round to starting this podcast in the first place? Well, I noticed that a lot of young people, people my age, have a lot to say and contribute to different issues in society. But... We're seen by the older generations as way too young to be having a voice on these different issues. Yeah. And the ones who speak out aren't always taken seriously. So I wanted like the safe space for us all to be able to use our voices because I know we have them. Well, absolutely. And uh, a very mature way of, of approaching it, finding a platform that we know that podcasts are very popular at the moment, that adults will listen to podcasts uh, in lieu of many other things these days. Maybe in the car, you'll be listening to them at home to relax, especially in a lockdown situation. So finding a way to kind of get yourself in there with your message seems to me like a really, really good idea. Do you feel that, for example, the younger generation of, of all races and, and, and conditions are represented and treated in your daily life as a younger person by both younger people and the media fairly? I think there's sort of a silence because the media tend to give more attention to more reputable things or things that they think will get them more clicks and more views. Mm. And well, where young people might want to meet, speak out and make a difference is quite difficult to because the media might not pay attention to, um, and we've seen it really, um, they pay less attention to things like neurodiversity or physical disabilities or even race because of the conversations that it will spark and they're worried about backlash and stuff. So I think having this podcast is a really great way because at the end of the day, I think everyone who, who's joined me is really passionate about the things that they're talking about. Some people have even said to me that we're speaking about things that, you know, they felt really needed to be said, but a lot of people just weren't saying it. Absolutely. And listening to it myself all the way through, um, Alia sent in three 
uh, different podcasts so far and they're very varied and there's some real care that's gone into it and, and all the guests that you bring in and all your friends. I wonder, that is so interesting about that. It's almost a, a kind of a media censorship that you're talking about now. So they, they, you think there's maybe almost a presentation of things that won't be controversial that will basically just mean everybody won't think, oh, no, no, I, I don't feel that way. I don't want to get involved. But then again, if you look at different things that have happened, for example... Even on, um, I think it was Britain's Got Talent, where mm. there was so many complaints and so much backlash from someone wanting to, you know, make make a statement about Black Lives Matter mm. and that whole movement. And there was so much complaints about it that I think a lot of other media platforms are, are worried about. Um, I think it was Ashley, yeah, Ashley Banjo. Um, yeah. A lot of people are worried about being treated similar to that and having their stations boycotted so they avoid issues which isn't fair on the people that actually affect so what would you change i would change the attitudes that people have towards these different topics um with all of my episodes what i want to make sure that everyone takes away is one key message you might have heard me ask i'm not sure um if in the first episode i did but i know definitely in my later episodes i've been asking um the people who take part so in my loud table table segment mm. i've been asking them what do you want the audience to take away from this? Because I think that when we start having uncomfortable conversations about different things, then we make them comfortable and we start encouraging an environment of openness and acceptance. Hmm. And that's what I really want to do with my podcast. I think as human beings, it's that thing, isn't it? That, that, that people see things that are different and we are inherently tribal and we see something that we don't know and our instant reaction is to back away or to not look or to not get involved. And, but it's also inherent with us as human beings that the more we're exposed to something, the more comfortable we get with it. And as you said, the more people have to have open conversations and the more they have to spend time with people that they don't know and situations they don't know, then that really is the only way forward, isn't it, would you say? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I talked about it in episode one, actually, about um, positive stereotypes. And we see that when negative stereotypes and things aren't really talked about, people tend to do worse. And, mm. um, when, you know, when we start talking about it and it enforces positive stereotypes and in the end, everybody really benefits from mm. having those conversations. I mean, even with the discussions we have, some people will say to me, like, oh, I'm worried about saying something that's offensive. And I'm like, well, just it because at the end of the day, You'll learn that it's offensive. You'll learn what, what's good to say and what's not good to say. But that won't start unless we start having those conversations. Yeah, I suppose you have to be reasonably careful. If you know something's going to be offensive, probably best not to say yeah. it. But yeah, absolutely. Now, you are right. It's in terms of, you know, just at least find out rather than shy away is definitely the best bet. Yeah. So, well, tell us, what's the plans for the podcast going forward? Not only will people get to share their own personal experiences with racism in the UK, but yeah. people will also get to share their experiences of not having to deal with that. And I think oh, that's really right. interesting. Yeah, both completely opposite sides. So where can we come and listen? Where can we come and find your podcast? Because I know we all want to. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. And I think as well other platforms that I might not know about um, also share the same stuff. So basically wherever you listen to your podcast, it's probably there. So just search for Loud and then maybe put my name after. So put Loud, Ali A, and it should come up. Anything else you're doing that you want to mention before we go? Um, well, actually, Mum, we're doing a fundraising run for Macmillan Cancer Support and um, we've got a job giving page and everyone's been sending in donations, which has been lovely. But if you're wanting to support Macmillan and you want to also support me and my mum, we've been running five kilometres every day for the past 10 days. 
Wow. So it would be great to get some more support and the funds will go directly to Macmillan and will really help a lot of people who are suffering or have been affected by cancer. You can go to 10daychallenge.macmillan.org.uk slash fundraising forward slash Simone dash and dash Aaliyah. A-L-I-Y-A. There you are. Thank you so much and we will speak again very soon. Best of luck with everything. Thanks, Elia. Thank you. Upload with Leo Ulf. Get yourself on the BBC. Absolutely wonderful. That was Loud Podcast and go and check for those under the name of Loud to find Alia and her friends and the great things that they are talking about there. Now... And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed. And if you haven't done so already, please go back and listen to the previous episodes. The next episode is coming out on Sunday and is an episode I co-hosted with Isla, who, if you don't already know, is a member of the Loud Table and has been in quite a few of the previous episodes. It's a really interesting episode and is actually about the theatre, which personally, I don't really care for or know much about, but it was actually a really intriguing conversation and it was lots of fun to record. Don't forget to follow Loud on social media and your podcast streaming service for updates and behind the scenes content. And I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.